0: which is really people-pleasing habits and behaviors, is what we've been covering for the past seven days. If you've missed any of that, I would encourage you to go back from the very beginning and listen. Each one's only around seven minutes, so it doesn't take that long to catch up. But I think you'll find all of the points made so far in every podcast very valuable. In Assessing Yourself, which really is the context behind all of my podcast series, is taking the time to assess yourself and ask yourself the right questions so that you can uh, break free of things that may be inhibiting you from becoming your best self and from overcoming challenges and from releasing yourself of areas in your life that have held you captive or have held you back from moving forward. So the next one on the list here is asking permission when it's not necessary or not required. It's, the saying has become quite popular, again, in part due to the writing of Tim Ferriss. Tim uses a, a saying uh, that goes, It's easier to get forgiveness than permission. And he says that in regards to time management and the way that you make changes to, to your work processes and practices. He argues that if you ask permission, you're likely to be told no. But if you just make the changes you want, uh, there probably won't be any complaints, at least not in most cases. And if there are, you usually will be forgiven as soon as you explain the positive intentions behind the changes you made. Well, I totally agree with that, but I want to take it even further. There are a few situations in life where you need to ask for permission. Maybe there's an organizational structure which requires it, or you want to use some kind of assets or possessions that are owned by someone else, and or perhaps you share ownership with them. In these cases, you probably will have to ask permission, but unless you absolutely must, I would argue that you shouldn't ask. So too many people are held back and inhibited because they're afraid. Okay, again, this goes back to the fear of people, people, people pleasing, all right? We're so afraid we're going to step on someone's toes, offend someone, uh, rub them the wrong way, hear the answer no. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And, and granted, you know, as I just mentioned, there are specific times where it's important that we do consider other people's feelings. And there's, of course, business ethics, personal ethics, um, uh, proper etiquette, uh, courtesy. All these things come into play. I'm not negating any of that by this conversation. Uh, but what I am encouraging you to do... So really stop and think about how many times you ask for permission on something when really um, asking permission is doing more to hold you back than it is to put, propel you forward. Or how many times do you do it and it, it, they, that they would have said yes or not even had a problem with you doing something or moving forward with something or uh, deciding to take control of something. And they wouldn't have had a problem until you brought it up, and then now all of a sudden, now they're, they're you know they're second guessing you, and now you're you're in a, a, a some kind of a stress bath because you you now have to contend with that person that you just shouldn't have even brought it up. You should have just moved forward with. It. I mean, so many of those kinds of situations happen too often to all of us, really. And, um, and so when you ask permission where it's not required, you are telling yourself that the other person is more important than you. Your approval-seeking or people-pleasing, by requiring their validation, is only holding you back. Okay? So the key point here is that asking for permission when it's not needed is an unhealthy habit. And here again, we're back to that word habit. These are things that we've just wired in to do on a consistent basis. And whether we picked it up from you know people that, that we've been exposed to in life, because their bad habits have rubbed off on us, or we were pin, pigeonholed into it in some way, shape, or form as a child, or uh, or maybe we, we just brought it on ourselves just through life circumstance and don't even really realize that we're doing it, but we're doing it, and we do it a lot, and we hurt ourselves. So so uh, these habits end up damaging your own confidence and your self-esteem the more you repeat them. It also tells others that they're more important than than you know, than they really are, which can cause imbalance and inequality and really kind of bring a, a, a rift in the relationship at times. So I want to I wanna encourage you again, you know, obviously, you know, the, with these points, you've got to assess where it applies and where it doesn't apply. But my point is that too many of us are being held back by habits like this. And we have to face them head-on. We have to be very honest with ourselves in assessing how often we might be guilty of these practices. So I hope this has been helpful to you. I'm actually um, going to end this early today. Um, But I want to encourage you to keep, keep going through and taking notes on these kinds of podcasts. I mean, I've done a number of them. In any area where you feel like you're struggling... And try to just apply one thing a week. Try to change one thing a week or focus on. Even just becoming self-aware can make a huge impact in your overall outcome because you start to reprogram or rewire your mind to think from a different trajectory, which is really, that is where the rubber meets the road and things begin to change for you. All right, I want to encourage you to keep reaching higher. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Talk to you on the next podcast. Have an amazing day.